Would you pray with me? Blessed Lord, you speak to us through the Holy Scriptures. Grant that we may hear, read, respect, learn, and make them our own in such a way that the enduring benefit and comfort of the Word will help us grasp and hold the blessed hope of everlasting life, given us through Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. A reading from Luke, the fourth chapter. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for forty days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing at all during those days, and when they were over he was famished. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become a loaf of bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live by bread alone. Then the devil led him up and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And the devil said to him, To you I will give their glory and all this authority, for it has been given over to me, and I give it to anyone I please. If you then will worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered him, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to protect you. And on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is said, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every test, he departed from him until an opportune time. Perhaps you noticed in this exchange between Jesus and the devil that a conversation is being had about Scripture. It may surprise you that the devil is quoting Scripture. In fact, the devil is quoting Scripture somewhat correctly and is quoting just about as much Scripture as Jesus is. It's curious, is it not? I'd be willing to bet that you know at least one person who's always got a Bible verse for everything. They can quote chapter and verse for almost anything under the sun. You're talking about something and then they'll say, you know, it's like that verse in, and off they'll go quoting some obscure back corner of scripture you've barely ever heard of. Certainly an exhaustive knowledge of scripture is wonderful. Spending time with the good book and familiarizing yourself with it is something we should all do. I don't mean to belittle those who quote it often, but I have to be honest. More than once, I've been uncomfortable with how people have chosen to utilize the Bible. Sometimes it seems like people are doing what I call quote hunting, to find something to support their own opinion or behavior. The devil seems to be doing that in today's text. At other times, it seems to be a mere prop for people's ambitions. You may recall in the summer of 2020, for instance, politicians on both sides of the American political aisle utilized the Bible as a prop to bash the other side. 
Still, at other times, a careless quote of the Bible seems to be a way to shield you from having to actually connect with someone else. Now again, I don't mean to come down on the Bible quoters out there. I am, after all, a pastor, and I have done more than my fair share of Bible quoting through the years. What I do mean to say is this. The Bible can be an incredible source of life or death. It can be used to lift people up or to tear them down. In short, it can be used for good or for evil. Jesus' conversation with the devil demonstrates that this day. To this point, I often think of the following quote from the late, great Rachel Held Evans in her book, A Year of Biblical Womanhood. There she writes, If you are looking for verses with which to support slavery, you will find them. If you are looking for verses with which to abolish slavery, you will find them. If you are looking for verses with which to oppress women, you will find them. If you are looking for verses with which to liberate or honor women, you will find them. If you are looking for reasons to wage war, you will find them. If you are looking for reasons to promote peace, you will find them. If you are looking for an outdated, irrelevant ancient text, you will find it. If you are looking for truth, believe me, you will find it. This is why there are times when the most instructive question to bring to the text is not what does it say, but what am I looking for? I suspect Jesus knew this when he said, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. If you want to do violence in this world, you will always find the weapons. If you want to heal, you will always find the balm. So, what are you looking for as you approach scripture? Are you looking for balm for your wounds and those of others? Or are you looking for a hammer to use on your neighbors? What are you looking for? The devil was looking for something to cement his power with, to further his authority, to increase his grasp on others. Jesus, on the other hand, full of the Holy Spirit, was looking for life with God, for journeys with his neighbors, for love and care of all. So, what are you looking for? And how does that impact your relationship with Scripture? So today, may you trust that God's Word is a gift for you. It's a gift to bring you into closer relationship with God, with your neighbor, and with all creation. To be sure, it's a gift of power. Not to wield over people as the devil would have you do, but rather it's a gift of power to help you walk with God and one another in humility and compassion all the days of your life. Amen.